Now we're going to take a dive into 2nd Ezra's chapter 2. God is letting the children of Israel know how fed up he is with them. The context is going to begin in the previous chapter, 2nd Ezra's chapter 1. You need to read that in your own time. It's going to bless you. What you're going to learn in this broadcast is that Israel was yesterday's glory. Israel was yesterday's testimony. But today is a new and brighter day. And the Gentile messenger has already come and has hammered us into a nation with a law and has fulfilled the prophecy of Genesis 49 and 10. Israel was yesteryear's glory. Israel was yesterday's testimony. Yesterday, let yesterday be yesterday, my brothers. It is time for us to go into a brighter day. Now, in 2 Ezra 1.24, God tells the prophet Ezra, peace be upon him. What shall I do unto thee, O Jacob, thou Judah, wouldest not obey me? I will turn me into other nations and unto other nations. I will give my name and my statutes. Now, I want to keep going in second Esdras 233. I, Esdras, receive a charge of the Lord upon the Mount Oreb that I should go unto Israel. But when I came unto them, they set me at naught and despised the commandment of of the Lord. So he went to the nation of Israel first. Israel did not receive. So now listen to verse 34. And therefore, I say unto you, O ye heathen that hear and understand, look for your shepherd. He shall give you everlasting rest, for he is nigh at hand that shall come in the end of the world. Now, I want to do a little history on the prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. All right. The prophet Muhammad was a shepherd. Okay. He was a shepherd, just like David was a shepherd, just like Moses was a shepherd. He was a shepherd over the sheep. And we know that sheep is going into the house of Israel. Jesus said, I am not sent, but only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So Israelites were considered sheep. And now God is telling the Gentiles. He's telling the Gentiles to look for their shepherd. He shall give you everlasting rest because his covenant will not change. God is not going to alter the covenant that he made with this Gentile messenger. And this book will be an everlasting book. It will never change. Going back to that, let's get back to where we was at. Second Ezra 2.34. And therefore, I say unto you, O ye heathen, that hear and understand. Now, I'm going to come back to that because I want to get you a scripture that's going to prove that the other nations do listen and Israel does not listen. This is going to be the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. 
For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of an hard language, but to the house of Israel. At this time, during Ezekiel's era, Ezekiel was only sent to Israel. Verse 6, not too many people of a strange speech and of an hard language whose words thou canst not understand. Surely had I sent thee to them, they would have hearkened unto thee. That's simple and plain. Israel does not listen. The other nations will listen. Verse 7, but the house of Israel will not hearken unto you, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Now, this is coming from the Bible. The Bible is telling us that Israel will not listen. So when we go back to 2 Ezra 2.34, And therefore I say unto you, O ye heathen that hear and understand, we've made that connection. Precept upon precept, line upon line, hear there a little, and there a little. We just made that connection. The other nations hear and understand. Look for your shepherd. Now, we just went over the fact that Mohammed, peace and blessings be upon him, he was a shepherd. When Mohammed was a young boy, he worked as a shepherd to help pay his keep. Okay, his uncle was of modest means. So now we understand that this man was also a shepherd, just like Moses, just like David. And I have a Hadith 2262 from the Bukhari, and it reads, The prophet said, Allah did not send any prophet, but shepherded sheep. His companions asked him, did you do the same? The prophet replied, yes, I used to shepherd the sheep of the people of Mecca. So we have this. We have this Hadith. We have this truth that this shepherd was of a Gentile. Okay. And Muhammad peace and blessings be upon him. He fits the description of this prophet in 2 Esdras 2.34. Verse 35, be ready to the reward of the kingdom, for the everlasting light shall shine upon you forevermore. Now, I've been thoroughly going over 2 Esdras. And if you read 2 Esdras, it is written in Latin. It is the only book written in Latin. All the other books in the Apocrypha is written in Greek. And I found out for myself that the prophet Ezra, peace be upon him, he was troubled about Israel and he had false beliefs about Israel. He thought Israel was God's only fervent lover. He thought that God made the world for Israel's sake. Okay, the angel didn't say that. Ezra said that. All right. And if you listen to the whole conversation, I recommend you to read the whole second book of Ezra. 
you'll see that every time he brought up Israel, the angel would correct him and let him know that God loves Israel more than him. And he would speak of the righteous. He would speak of the chosen and he would speak of a people to come, not Israel. Ezra constantly kept bringing up Israel, Israel, Israel. Ezra was speaking words of fear out of his own feelings, okay? And you'll understand that the angel told Ezra, you have gone too far, all right? And the Lord, the Lord, the Lord was very fed up with Israel and Ezra could not get past how God was done with Israel. Now we're going to go back to where we was at. Be ready to the reward of the kingdom. God is rewarding the other nations with the kingdom. Something that belonged to Israel is now about to belong to the heathen. So I'm going to read that, 2nd Ezra 2.35. Be ready to the reward of the kingdom. Who is he speaking to? The heathen. 2nd Ezra 2.34. And therefore I say unto you, O ye heathen that hear and understand, look for your shepherd. He shall give you everlasting rest, for he is nigh at hand that shall come in the end of the world. Now I'm going to take you back to 2nd Esdras and I want to take you to 2nd Esdras chapter 2. And I want to begin at verse 1. Thus saith the Lord, I brought this people out of bondage. I gave them my commandments by men servants, the prophets whom they would not hear, but despised my counsel. The mother that bare them saith unto them, Go your way, you children, for I am a widow and forsaken. I brought you up with gladness, but with sorrow and heaviness have I lost you. For ye have sinned before the Lord your God, and done that thing which is evil before me. But what shall I now do unto you? I am a widow and forsaken. Go your way, O my children, and ask mercy of the Lord. As for me, O father, I call upon thee for a witness over the mother of these children, which would not keep my covenant, that thou bring them to confusion and their mother to a spoil, that there may be no offspring of them. Let them be scattered abroad among the heathen. Let their names be put out of the earth. For they have despised my covenant. Woe be unto thee, a sir. Thou that hidest the unrighteous in thee, O thou wicked people, remember what I did unto Sodom and Gomorrah, whose land lieth in clods of pitch and heaps of ashes. Even so will I do unto them that hear me not, saith the Almighty Lord. Notice that in the nation of Islam, we call God Lord. We do not call Jesus Lord. We don't call nobody Lord but God. And if you look at the wording in 2nd Ezra, the entire chapter, we refer to God as Lord. He is the true Lord. Verse 10, thus saith the Lord unto Ezra, that is Latin for Ezra. 
Tell my people that I will give them the kingdom of Jerusalem, which I would have given unto Israel. Now, ponder on that. Listen to that. God is speaking of a people that will come. I'm going to prove that for you. I'm going to take you back to 2 Ezra chapter 1. And I want to go to verse 24. What shall I do unto thee, O Jacob, thou Judah, wouldest not obey me? I will turn me to other nations, and unto those will I give my name, that they may keep my statutes. Seeing you have forsaken me, I will forsake you also. When you desire me to be gracious unto you, I shall have no mercy upon you. Whensoever you shall call upon me, I will not hear you. For you have defiled your hands with blood, and your feet are swift to commit manslaughter. Ye have not, as it were, forsaken me, but your own selves, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Almighty Lord, Have I not praised you as a father his sons, as a mother her daughters, and a nurse her young babes, that ye would be my people? So he's telling Israel, I wanted you to be my people, and I should be your God. That you would be my children and I should be your father. I gathered you together as a hen gathered her chickens. I know you're familiar with that phrase because Jesus said that peace be upon him. I gathered you together as a hen gathered her chickens under her wings. But now what shall I do unto you? I will cast you out from my face. When you offer unto me, I will turn my face from you. From your solemn feast days, your new moons, your circumcisions, have I forsaken. I've sent unto you my servants, the prophets whom you have taken and slain and torn their bodies in pieces, whose blood I will require at your hands, saith the Lord. Thus saith the almighty Lord, your house is desolate. I will cast you out as the wind doth stubble and your children shall not be fruitful for they have despised my commandment and have done the thing that is evil before me. Your houses I will give to a people that shall come. So he's speaking of that people that was to come. He's speaking of his chosen. This is not Israel. This is not Israel. Now, I'm going to pause right here and I'm going to come back. I want to take you to Isaiah because Isaiah is very bold. He said this already. This is in the book of Isaiah chapter 65. And I want to start off at verse 1 and 2. I am sought of them that ask not for me. I am found of them that sought me not. I said, behold me, behold me unto a nation that was not called by my name. God is speaking of another nation. I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people. Now that's Israel, which walk up in a way that was not good after their own thoughts. Verse 3, a people that provoke of me to anger continually to my face, that sacrifice of in gardens and burn of incense upon altars of bricks. He's speaking about Israel, a people that provoked him to anger. That was the nation of Israel. Verse 4, which remain among the graves and lodge in the monuments, which eat swine's flesh and broth of abominable things is in their vessels, which say, stand by thyself. Come not near to me, for I am holier than thou. That's where that phrase come from. Israel was that nation 
that proclaim, that profess to be holier than thou, holier than all the other nations. But according to the Bible, in 2 Chronicles chapter 33, verse 9, the children of Israel did more wicked than even the heathen. All right. And I want to keep going down. I'm just going to go right to the meat of the scripture right here in verse 15. It says, and ye shall leave your name for a curse unto my chosen. For the Lord God shall slay thee and call his servants by another name. That's proof this is not Israel. And I'm going to take you to verse 14. Behold, my servants shall sing for joy of heart. That's speaking of the people to come. But ye shall cry for sorrow of heart. Okay, that's speaking of Israel. And shall howl for vexation of spirit. Now that is deep because that's also going into the wolf in sheep clothing. This is all going into the apostle Paul's and his lie. Okay, that's going into how the nation of Israel gave birth to an antichrist by the name of the apostle Paul. All right. And I don't want to go further into that, but I want to stay right where I'm at in verse 15. Now, you know, and he shall leave your name and ye shall leave your name for curse Israel unto my chosen. For the Lord God shall kill you, shall slay thee and call his servants by another name. All right. So now, you know, this is not just in the Apocrypha hanging out somewhere on an island by itself. This scripture is also in the previous scriptures, okay? Now, getting back to where I was at in 2 Ezra chapter 1, and I want to go down to verse 35. Your houses will I give to a people that shall come, which not having heard of me, yet shall believe me, to whom I've shown no signs, yet they shall do that I have commanded them. They have seen no prophets. Now, that is very powerful, because if it would have been one S off of that T, the nation of Islam would have been disqualified, okay, because we've only had one messenger, one prophet. Mohammed, peace and blessings be upon him. It says they have seen no prophets, plural. Okay, yet they shall call their sins to remembrance and acknowledge them. I take to witness the grace of the people to come whose little ones rejoice in gladness. And though they have not seen me with bodily eyes, yet in spirit, they believe the thing I say, so this is speaking of a nation that haven't seen no miracles, that haven't had no prophets, that disqualifies both the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom of Israel. Now, going back to second Esdras, going back to verse 10, thus saith the Lord unto Esdras, tell my people that I will give them the kingdom of Jerusalem, which I would have given unto Israel. Now, Ezra was a type and shadow of Jesus. That's why they both spoke of God wanting to gather Israel like a hen gathers their chickens. And also, Ezra and Jesus both spake of the kingdom of God going from Israel to a Gentile heathen nation. That precept is Matthew 21, 43. Verse 11, their glory also will I take unto me. And give these, this people that shall come, 
the everlasting tabernacles, the people that shall come, the everlasting tabernacles. The everlasting tabernacle is going into the last and final religion, the religion of Islam, which I have prepared for them. All right. Now you have it there. This was short. This was simple. I just wanted to go to the points and I want to take you back to verse 35. Be ready to the reward of the kingdom. God is speaking of rewarding a Gentile heathen nation with the kingdom. Verse 34. And therefore, I say unto you, O ye heathen that hear and understand, look for your shepherd. He shall give you everlasting rest, for he is nigh at hand that shall come in the end of the world. Now he's speaking to a Gentile nation. So I'm going to take you back to 33 because I'm not giving you no room to escape. All right. You Israelite camps want to try to validate your claims that God has given the kingdom to the northern kingdom. No. No, the northern kingdom has been disqualified. Now, I'm going to take you to verse 33. That way, I got you backed in the corner. You cannot run. Verse 33, I, Esdras, received a charge of the Lord upon the Mount Oreb that I should go unto Israel. Now, the northern kingdom is Israel and the southern kingdom is both Israel. But when I came unto them, they set me at naught and despise the commandment of the Lord. Verse 34, And therefore I say unto you, O ye heathen, some translations say Gentiles, O ye Gentiles, that hear and understand, proof they hear is in Ezekiel chapter 3, 5, and 6. The other nations would listen, but Israel would not hearken unto the Lord. And therefore I say unto you, O ye heathen, that hear and understand, look for your shepherd, he shall give you everlasting rest, for he is nigh at hand that shall come in the end of the world. Be ready to the reward of the kingdom, for the everlasting light shall shine upon you forevermore. So Second Esdras is all about Ezra. He was in his feelings that God took the kingdom from Israel. And the angel Uriel, according to the book of Esdras, had to constantly let him know that the things that are of God are for him to understand. And you don't have to understand why God took the kingdom from Israel. All right. And a lot of you right now today, y'all just can't let it go. Y'all just can't let it go. Y'all just having a bad breakup. It's, it's like a bad breakup. This woman tells you it's over and you still just don't get it. She's done. She's moved on. You still got a picture of her on your screensaver. She wants to walk. She wants to talk with you. She walks with you and talks with you. And you keep saying, well, bae, you know, we had it good. We, we really hit it off. Um, we had an awesome family and all this stuff. And she's just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I moved on and you just can't get it that she is gone. That's what this dilemma is with these so-called Israelites. They going through this phase right now. 
they can't understand Matthew 21, 43. When Jesus said the kingdom shall be taken from you and given to a Gentile heathen nation. Now, I'm going to go there. All right. This is going to be the cherry on top of the cake. This is Matthew 21, 43. The angel Uriel said, if something has withered, you cannot make it green again. You can't. Verse 43. Therefore, say I unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. Now, that word nation is ethnos, and it means a non-Israelite Gentile heathen nation. Okay? It means another ethnicity. So here you have Jesus and Ezra both in agreement that the kingdom would be given to the Gentiles. Then we have a messenger come on the scene with a book. A prophet like unto Moses, who delivers his people from tyranny, who gives them a law, hammers them into a nation, and he's the last and final messenger. So I just proved to you guys that the kingdom was taken from Israel and that our people right now, they just don't get it. They can't move on. They're so stuck on what happened yesterday. You got to let yesterday be yesterday. Israel did have it going on. All right. Israel did have it going on. As the Quran says, he did prefer Israel above all people. Remember the favor I bestowed upon you, Israel. But what happened? It's gone. Israel is only going to be saved through the Gentile messenger that Jesus announced. That's why the Bible says Jesus shall save his people from their sins because he introduced them to the coming Gentile messenger. All right. So there you have it. We are all done with that. According to the book of Esdras, according to the book of Matthew, according to the book of Ezekiel, according to the book of Genesis, according to the book of Isaiah. In many other scriptures, the kingdom was taken from Israel. Shalom and assalamu alaikum to my brothers in the truth.